to They Mostly Podcast at Night, episode 29, Friday the 13th. They were warned. They are doomed. And on this podcast, nothing will save them. <laughs> Damn right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hello. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. I am your host, Chaos. Your co-host, Carnage. And this is They Mostly Podcast at Night. Mostly. Where two best friends bicker about horror movies. Yay! Yay! And the villagers rejoice. Yay! <laughs> uh, so, obviously, this week we are doing Friday the 13th. It was a chaos pick. And dedicating this one to Chaos's sister... Because this is her favorite of the slashers. Oh, uh, is it? She should be co-hosting with us then today. She's out walking the dog. Yeah. Damn her. But we're... I'll give her a little shout out because it's her favorite. Yay! It's my second favorite, but it's not my very favorite. Um, but still, I picked this one because we have different plans for my favorite. And <laughs> what is your favorite? Um, Halloween. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I thought you picked this one because it was a free on Hulu. That wasn't the only reason. <laughs> a big reason. It was a big reason, though. The one that I wanted to do tonight, I couldn't rent. You could only buy it. And so it was like, okay, we're going to do something free. Well, for a movie that we haven't seen, it's an awful lot of commitment for a commitment film. Right. Yeah. I, <laughs> right. I have commitment issues with my movie buying. <laughs> All right, so Friday the 13th, it was in our rating. It was done in 1980. I was born that year. Oh, so this was the omen that foretold of your coming? No, that was another movie. We already said that. I just think every yeah. horror movie from 1980 was an omen foretelling of your coming. We had a lot of good coming. horror movies coming out that year. I'm just saying. Yeah. This is a month before I was born. Okay, anyway, <laughs> um, it was our rating, an hour and 35 minutes. And it got a 6.5 on the IMDb rating scale. The IMDb's. Why did it get on the tomato reader? I will tell you. <laughs> the tomato meter is sitting at a 61%. Critic consensus, rather quaint by today's standards. <laughs> Friday the 13th still has its share of bloody surprises and a 70s holdover aesthetic to slightly compel. Audience score, 60%. I wouldn't have ever called this movie quaint. That's funny. I seriously I would like never quaint. have either, actually. So, I love that word now. It's so quaint. Yeah, like, just to look at, like, this slasher film <laughs> that's, like, considered such a classic of the genre. And it's so quaint. It's so quaint. <laughs> like Grandma's teapot over there. It's, it's so quaint. <laughs> I'm going to use that for every movie now. It was so quaint. Um, do you want a summary? Uh, yeah. Alright, it's Friday the 13th at Camp Crystal Lake, and things go awry. Ooh! Um, so yeah, that's actually pretty appropriate. All these counselors come back to work at Camp Crystal Lake, or Camp Blood, as the townies call it. And What was that again? Camp Blood! Camp Blood! <laughs> Camp Blood! It's like the cheesiest, like, creepy name to give... Give your summer camp. But yet it still doesn't give them any pause. No. They're like, it's camp blood. And she's like, ha ha ha. <laughs> I'm going to talk um, about this dog's a wiener. 
you say you're going to talk about this dog's wiener? She did mention the dog's sex. We're going to talk about Schwanz's later. That's later <laughs> in the podcast. Oh, okay. My mistake. <laughs> see around the list where Schwanz's is down after we do summer. Yes, I see that. I'm um, sorry. So anyway, spoiler alert, everyone dies but one. <laughs> and the final all, girl. The final girl. And they're all killed by this mother of this boy. Oh, don't know. You don't just spoil who the killer is in Friday the 13th. We're not going to spoil the ending for this one? No, no, no. You can't. Okay, no, this is funny. Actually, this is something I was thinking about when I was watching it this time. Because I've seen this many, many times. But um, before I saw it, because I didn't see it, uh, obviously, when it came out. Because I wasn't born. No. But (laughs) I was negative one. (laughs) But, um... No, I didn't see this particular slasher until I was, um, I don't know, late teens, I think, really. Really? Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous, but it's true. And it's funny, because of all the movies I've had spoiled for me over, like, the li- my lifetime, and it's not a big deal, it's just something that goes along with the territory once a movie gets too old, people spoil it for you. Nobody ever wanted to spoil this movie for me. Really? Yes! It's funny. Like, I don't know why. Maybe it's just me. But everybody who had seen this movie, nobody wanted to spoil it for me. They would, like, hint around that something was different about the killer. But they wouldn't come out and say what it was. Can I say something here? This movie was spoiled for me. By Wes Craven. In Scream. You didn't see this movie before you saw Scream? I was a teenager when Scream came out, so I saw Scream first. Dude, I, I didn't see this movie, movie until my late 20s, actually. Oh, I take it back then. Never mind. I saw this movie before Scream. Well, yeah, I'm sure you did. But, but that's what I'm saying. Wes Craven and Scream spoiled this movie for me. Because they're bastards. I'm just kidding. Well, he was... Um... Oh, no, he wasn't. Never mind. No, he had nothing to do Cut with this. that out. No, it was Sean S. Cunningham, the director of this movie, who had something to do with Wes Craven's Last House on the Left, not the other way around. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so... I had to spoil it for me. So I can't spoil this movie then? Is that what we're saying? That I can't say who the killer was? Not that it really matters. I mean, the summary's over pretty much. People die. Lots of Just people about die everybody in dies. fun ways. So, I mean, not the most inventive ways, but fun ways still. Stop giving me that look. I love the special effects. Wait, are we there yet? We're not there yet. I know. I'm just Stop saying. skipping ahead. All right, fine. We're on to... We're done with the summary, right? Yeah. We're done with the summary. So now you can talk about Kevin Bacon's schwanz, which is why the whole reason why you're freaking out about us be going in order, because you don't want to miss talking about that. I don't want to miss talking about that. Holy crap! <laughs> that is more of Kevin Bacon than I ever wanted to see. Are you sure? Because uh, I believe that some people pay double for that cotton. Really? <laughs> Maybe Kira Sedgwick. That's not the only person. No, wait. You know what? I did see him totally naked. I forgot about that. What? Yeah, he did full frontal in Wild Things. Totally forgot about that. What's Wild Things? It's a movie you will never watch. <laughs> So that would mean lots of full frontal men, I take it? Uh, no, it's just one shot of Kevin Bacon full frontal. Oh. And it hasn't changed much in like, you know, 40 years. <laughs> just kidding. Um, it was the same um, double actor. So. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that. 
No, that's interesting. There's to me no because missing there's testicles because he was an older man. <laughs> there's not very many um, films that will do full frontal on a man. I know, right? The only one I the had piano. ever seen was uh, Life of Brian, actually. Oh, the piano does one, and it won an Oscar, I think, too. And Wild Things did it, too. I have not seen either of those movies. Yeah, Wild Things is the one with Mev Campbell, Denise Richards, not John Cusack, who am I thinking of? Oh, uh, Matt Dillon? Am I thinking the right name? And Kevin Bacon, and Matt Dillon has a threesome with Nev Campbell and Denise Richards. <laughs> nice. We own it. <laughs> Of course you do. Why? <laughs> Why? What? I'm not surprised by that. Am I supposed to be surprised by that? No. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, there's lots of Schwanzes in this film. There's Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Bacon's. There's talk about a dog Schwanz. I mean, yeah, there's lots of Schwanz. Unexpected Schwanzes. Unexpected <laughs> Schwanz. You expect the boobies in a horror film. You don't expect the Schwanz. <laughs> I love how they have that one frame that I put up on her Instagram already. It's just yeah. perfectly framed. I know. And it's uh, semi. <laughs> semi erection. No, he's got something down there. I thought it was a semi. I'll have to look it up again. No, no got, I really don't have to look it up again. He's got something <laughs> Does down he? there. Yeah. He's like, like a roll of quarters? Like, it's something. <laughs> it's like, it's kind of, it's even kind of like sharp on the side. I didn't like, even look that closely. Yeah, Why are you looking this closely? I, Chaos. I, uh huh. Yep. Well, uh, yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Why are you looking this closely? Uh, <laughs> did you look that closely at the dogs? Was he packing something too? I did not look at the dogs. So sorry. <laughs> you know I mean, the, you know, I I don't really feel like there was really enough booby, so I had to look at something. I mean, at least we got some bikinis in there, but yeah, it's like a roll of quarters, I think. I do see where you're seeing sharp you, angles here. You need here. those when you go down to the lake. <laughs> well, yeah, because the cold water is going to make it shrivel up, so you want to make sure it looks really good. Yeah, it wasn't that angled in Wild Things, so I know that's not, yeah. <laughs> good to know. Um, yeah. So, what's next on the list? We were going to talk a little bit about the cast. So, Kevin Bacon is in this. Again, we talked about her schwantz. His schwantz was in it, too. Um, yeah, I think they've established, we've established um, that Kevin Bacon show. is in I, this movie. Um, also in this was uh, Betsy Palmer as Mrs. Voorhees. Spoiler. And Adrian King as Alice. Love her. And then tens of other people that I don't know. Love them. Yay. <laughs> they died well. They died well, I think you could say. Well, they died. <laughs> okay, maybe they died. Didn't die well, but they died. I mean, they definitely died. <laughs> they died a lot. Um, yeah, you were saying uh, Sean Cunningham was also the director and the writer for this film. Yes. That's Another writer-director. I love that. You do love that. I do love that. Because, that, I mean, think about it. You write a story, and you actually get to see your vision all the way through. Mm-hmm. How many people can say that? Not a whole lot. And it usually seems to end up being a better film for it. Exactly. Exactly. All right, so next on the list is... Oh, I added some stuff. Costumes. This yeah. is kind of getting into the problems with this film. Oh, okay. If I may. Go ahead. You have Stevie Boy. By the way, rockin' an awesome kerchief. <laughs> no shirts. <laughs> Cut off uh, jeans. Knee socks almost? I call them lumberjack socks and boots. Yeah, those were mid 
mid calf and like octagonal glasses, dude. It's and a it's porn stash. Eighty though. I know it's great. You're it's coming so off t- the seventies. You're just about to get into. I 80s. love it. I'm just saying. I love the oh, look. Okay, I'm gonna say like you can't really criticize it. It was a terrible. That's time That's not for what fashion. I'm criticizing. So what would you assume the season is based on that? The kids are gonna be coming to uh, to, to away camp. He's wearing basically nothing. They're going swimming. What season would you assume it is? Well... This isn't a hard question. This is a really easy question. Summer? Yes. Okay, thank you. So why the fuck does Annie, Alice, Annie too, they're wearing long sleeves. The one girl's wearing a fucking long, full-length chenille bathrobe to bed. I mean... Oh, the, well, the see, I figured was it was, off. like, late spring, early summer, because it's going to be before the camp season. They've still got two weeks before any kid is going to get there. It's not like this is midsummer when it's super hot outside. Well, we're two weeks also, before now. he is... It's it's June. They say it's June. Okay. It's the beginning of June. Do you wear long sleeves in June? In upstate New York, yes. No. Yes. Not even in Canada. Yes, in the beginning of and June, a long absolutely you do. And a comforter on your bed? Yes. He was wearing very little clothing because he was chopping wood. That's like the, one of the most physical activities that you could do. That is one of the most masculine activities you could do. Well, we knew he was already that with the porn stash. <laughs> I love how they set him up as the most masculine man of ever. Yeah, Mr. <laughs> Sunken Chest. Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> Why do they always pick the guys with the most hair on their chest to be the ones that are shirtless? I don't understand this. Not all women like that. I'm just saying. Yeah, <laughs> um, well, I certainly don't. I know you don't. <laughs> Carpet on your chest. Oh, God. Anyway. Uh, but, yeah, I think it's still too late in the season for them to be wearing some of those things that they were wearing. I just, I disagree with that. No, I, but I don't. Yet, the beginning of June, uh-uh. But no. yet, they can go back in their cabinet when it's pouring rain in just their nighties, in just their underwear and bra. When it's pouring rain. When I it's know. pouring rain. No, I mean, that was stupid. I'm yeah. not saying that wasn't stupid. That was done totally for the titillation factor of the fact that they have to go around in their underwear. That's all that that was. And even uh, the one that was, what was her name, Marsha? She she just finished off with uh, Kevin Bacon and Schwantz having sex with them. And well, yeah, I, I assume his schwantz would have been. <laughs> I think his schwantz was part somewhere. of that. Um, he's wearing. She she puts her underwear back on and her shirt. No pants to go to the bathroom, even though you need a you know a raincoat, but underwear and a shirt. I don't know. It just bothers me. It's like, come on, really? We need I know. That. And he complains about getting cold when I know, like she leaves on. the covers, but she doesn't put her pants on. I know. Well, he'll be warm soon with that dead body ahead of above him, so. Well, that was he'll be my... warm soon because he died. Oh, and then Pamela's uh, Voorhees' thick fucking sweater. I mean, it just, the whole thing doesn't jive for me with that. Yeah, it's upstate New York, it but. It would still, dude, I'm, I'm from upstate New York. I'm telling you, it could you still be born cold. there. Yeah, and I lived there. How long? Doesn't matter. I still <laughs> lived there. I was Technically, born... Rochester is mid-New York. I lived it's in Victor. Oh, fuck you and Victor. And the road, of course, she rode it on. That's my thoughts horses. on the costume. I hate you so much. Upstate New York in early June, it's like, it's it's not that warm. You're still having cool days, and you're definitely having cool nights. Whatevs. Okay, I'm still sticking to my, my, my thoughts on that, but that's okay. Um, argue. Argue. 
We have to argue, right? It's just, right? it's just requirement. Okay, my next thing is the scenery. Okay, you don't have to like read off the list like you're literally reading off the list. I'm not reading off the list. I'm yes, just, you are. I'm reading you're off seriously? my list and I make. You know what? Fuck you. Um, you don't need headers for every time you change the subject. I'm bite you. Otherwise, it's not flowing as naturally as it was. I hate you so much, man. Fine. Here's my next problem. Is that a good enough segue for you? Here's my next problem with this. Um, The scenery. They tried really hard. They did. It's really nice. Who the fuck brings an upright piano to a cabin in the woods? (laughs) Did you notice that? It was probably left over from the old camp or something. Who the fuck ever brought an upright piano? You know, they have like sing-alongs and somebody plays the piano. They use a guitar. No. No. Yeah, have you big, ever been a sleepaway camp? In a big lodge, they could have a piano. It's not a big lodge. It's a cabin in the woods. There's more to that camp than one cabin. No, there's you a get couple that, cabins. Right? No. There's more than cabins. <sighs> Where's the lodge at? They didn't go to the lodge. Mm-hmm. The camp's going to have a lodge. The <laughs> camp's going to have more than just a few cabins. I thought that was the lodge because they had the kitchen there and everything. And No. I don't know. Oh, my God. I used to have a problem with that. And also, um, speaking of scenery, you're having kids there, right? Mm-hmm. You're teaching kids how to shoot bow and arrow. Mm-hmm. You don't even teach adults to shoot bow and arrow with broadheads. That would kill people. That is so oh, fucking I... dangerous. There's broadheads no are way. for killing animals, not for target practice. Well, maybe she found some broadhead arrows no. that were for hunting. No, because they, 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 when they were playing around, he was using broadheads then. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's just fun. When the girl was, like, freaking out. Like, oh, my God, you can hit me. Yeah, well, I would have been freaking out, too, because... And it was broadheads. Why the fuck are you using yeah. broadheads, though? I don't understand No, this. you absolutely would not be using broadheads. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Do you have any thoughts on the costumes or the scenery? Um, well, I thought it was a pretty damn small lake. I mean... Yeah, I did, too. It was kind of... It was just a pond. I want to see Lake Tomahawk, which is apparently 10 miles after. (laughs) I'm like, sequel? What? What? Um. Um, I mean, it was pretty scenery. And, uh, like, I liked how the camp really looked, um like an old camp like there was junk everywhere and you know the piled up old mattresses and and just like all the random leftover stuff that was in that little cabin that they were all hanging out in uh i didn't really have any problems with the cinematography oh you didn't no um like how they used headlights to be the lightning do you Mm. notice that yeah i thought that was kind of creative and i did think it was creative like like, we were talking about a little bit, or I brought it up a little bit, uh, when, I think it's uh, Annie, when mm-hmm. she gets her throat slashed, and you can see the throat, and it, oh. then it starts pouring out. That, yeah. that early blood and gore stuff that they start bringing out. I mean, it looked like blood. Yeah. But it's just like, but, pause. Yeah. yeah. No arterial spray or anything. <laughs> yeah. Why do I know about this? I watch too many damn shows. I love, just, the, you know what that always reminds it Arterial spray, it always reminds me of Kill Bill, how it was so over-exaggerated. Yes. And it would just like, like a jet engine of blood just spraying. Now that's going too far. This is not that enough. That was hilarious. That's too much. Yeah. Find a happy medium. Goldilocks people. blood. Didn't we talk Goldilocks about Goldilocks blood? blood? That's right. Goldilocks blood. Um, um, I got a question actually about, yeah. you know, us, Pamela Voorhees' motives. Yeah. So she's pissed off because the two camp counselors were having sex and didn't save Jason. Right. Right. Okay. 
So the following year, she kills the two camp counselors that are having sex. Yeah. And only them. Mm-hmm. Why is the first person she kills the one that's saying, I like kids. I want to work with kids. This is my lifelong dream. Low expectations, by the way. <laughs> why, why Why? did she kill her first? And then... Lowered expectations. I mean, I would just kill the two... And then the next one that's killed is Ned, I think it is, who's just exploring a cabin. I mean, what the fuck? Why kill all of them this time? And why not last time kill all of them? You only killed two that were having sex. Because she didn't want the camp to reopen this time. Oh. So she wanted, like, a massacre. Yeah, because she didn't want the camp to reopen. That makes sense. Okay, thank you for clearing it up for me. You're welcome. Because I was like, okay, you're killing the one that says she wants... And I was going to say, the one that actually goes to help the little boy. That's really Pamela. Yeah. Help! Yeah. Help! You kill the one that's coming to help the boy. That's the kind of person you want, isn't it? Come on. No, she just wants to kill them all. (laughs) Oh, that's me too. I don't think she's really thinking like super logically during this movie. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think she's totally thinking totally logically. Oh, okay. Never mind then. Um and the last thing I had, um I yeah. I wanna talk about I love the eighties. <laughs> the prices. Let's go to the payphone. Do you have a dime? <laughs> Or uh, two twenty-five for dinner and coffee, and probably pie at the diner. Yeah. <laughs> Seventy-five cent tip. Kaching. Bala. <laughs> I just I love that. I I like seeing that. Um, not old movies, but older movies. Like I watched Die Hard, which is from the eighties as well, and gas was like eighty-three cents. I'm like, why can't they bring them? Yeah, back? Right, I'm not right now, and that's like California. Add two dollars. <laughs> All right. Well, I think it's time for a commercial break. Um, yeah. So we'll be back in a little bit. All right, our first commercial break. Let's uh, see how it goes. Howdy! It's Joe Sharpening Service here. We sharpen your machetes for all of your machete needs. We sharpen large machetes. We sharpen small machetes. We sharpen medium machetes. All the machetes you can afford. Bring them on down to Joe. Sharp enough to cut your head off. Guaranteed. Thank you, Joe's Sharpening. Our 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 new sponsor. Not to be confused with Just Joe. No. No. Not the same person. Because he runs a poisoning bar. Poisoning bar? Yeah, he does poisons. Oh. Don't drink that. (laughs) Just saying, if you got that from Just Joe, don't drink that. Well, no, I mean, I knew that that he was poisoning... um, Morpheus, but I didn't realize he had a whole. Service. Oh, he's branching out. It's pretty oh, great, actually. Okay. Yeah. So don't drink that. I didn't know. Oh, all right. <laughs> um. Well, so we had deaths and deaths and deaths. We had bow and arrow deaths, which I have a problem with. We have <clears throat> axe deaths. We have knife deaths. We have uh, machete deaths. Um. Yeah. So, what was your favorite death? You know, I guess I have to say Mrs. Voorhees, because I just love that her head gets chopped off. That is a fun one. Although, I'm not necessarily, you know, I'm I'm pretty happy about her reign of mayhem, so it's not like I really want to see her die. I just like the way she dies. Um, as far as the 
the camp counselor deaths, mm-hmm. I would have to say Kevin Bacon's death is my favorite, even oh, though even though they wouldn't have those arrows there. I still really like that. And one. his schlantz isn't showing. Well, that is a plus for me. I know. I love that he's stoned for it, and that you just see the thing. Yeah. And then it twists around. Yeah, it's terrible. My favorite is actually Bill's because you don't see it, but you want to like. I want to know what happened. Like, how did she lure him out of the generating room without his raincoat on? And then he must have been backed up against that door to have all those arrows. Like, right. Like, I would love to have seen that one. Like, she shot him. She, if she shot him from like far away, he had to have been standing against the door. Right, and that first shot had to have been a kill shot because otherwise, yeah, he would have moved where you couldn't have got those other arrows in. Yeah, and you said it was a lot of overkill for him. I'm not sure why. I know. I think she just started losing it more towards the end. Yeah, I wasn't sure if that was what it was or what it was because it seemed like at first her deaths were, um, you know interesting mm. but they were all just like one thing they were pretty quick and his right. was just like man that was overkill it was like okay it was kind of disappointing in a way that only a couple of them were on screen you had kevin bacon's on screen yeah that's it i wanted to see oh, how Annie's. she killed steve i well yeah because you never find that out no one else is on screen like it cuts away. Yeah, I wonder, but it already had an R rating, so I'm not sure why it would have, why it would have cut away. Well, back then it might have been uh, stricter, and that might oh, have been too much. The X rating. Right? I don't know. And they didn't have NC-17 back then, but they had X. Yeah, and X wasn't just for porn; it was for anything above right an R rating. So I wonder if it's because that was really taboo to go an X rated movie back then. Yeah. Although there's a whole list list of X rated horror movies, I usually. When I do that horror challenge every year, I have to watch at least one. Uh, you have to, is it on the list that you have to watch each one? It just has to be an X-rated horror movie. Oh, that's movie. interesting. So I have to look up the list that's on, like, Wikipedia. And, oh, okay. And then track down the movie, because usually the ones that are rated X aren't easy to find, or they got their rating reduced, you know, or changed, or something on purpose so that they weren't an X-rating because it was taboo to go to an X-rated movie. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Alright. The more you know. The more you know. So, who do you, is your pick for exposition sex worker for this movie? I think the police officer that gives Steve a partial ride back to camp because he's saying it's Friday the 13th and there's more homicides that go up and yada yada yada. Everything just goes crazy and the full moon and not just, you know, he goes on and on and on. What do you think? Um, I say it's Ralph. The, uh, the local crazy, as they call him. I am not using that word. I am quoting them. I think he's got a point, though. Not the townspeople. He's got a point. Ralph. Oh, Ralph. Be, like, he's definitely scare them off. He's definitely the harbinger as well. <laughs> as we use our Cabin in the Woods archetypes. Um, yeah, crazy oh, religious throwback. nut popping out of nowhere to tell them that they're all doomed if they don't leave immediately and nobody listens to him. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, let's go and... Do you want to talk a little trivia? Or do you sure, remember? yeah, let's do some trivia. Okay. Um, you know this only had a $550,000 budget? Wow. Uh, which, you know, for the 80s, it's pretty fair, actually. But it made over $39 million. Wow. Can we talk about bang for your buck there? Yeah. Jesus. And um, the film came out in May of 1980, but it's supposed to take place on June 13th of 1980, So, which 
is, of course, a Friday the 13th back in the day. I think I was born on a Friday. No. No, I was born on the 29th. There's no way I was born on Friday the 13th. Oh Holy my shit, God. I did not just say that. That no, is hilarious. I did not just... <laughs> Holy shit, I did just say that. You totally did. Oh uh, filming lasted only 28 days, which it, it's... I can't imagine it being that hard. It's one set, really. Maybe a set for the diner and the townsfolk, but otherwise it's that one major set out in the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it was interesting that Sally Field auditioned for the role of Alice. That would have been a very different movie. Yes, it would. I think it's during her flying nun era, too. Like, how can you... Have oh, quite a different okay. character. Interesting. <laughs> I have a little bit of trivia. I'm ready. Um, <laughs> good. Uh, as far as the big the slashers go out of the the genres, all of uh, we have a body count tally okay. for all these different um, slasher franchises. And Friday the Thirteenth tops out at number one with 146 deaths attributed in the series. Oh. They also are the, is also the longest running series that's had the um span the most sequels. Really? So, yes. Um number 2 is Halloween with uh 123. Okay. And Halloween's Halloween keeps going on too. So I mean it's going to be an interesting thing like 50 years down the road to find out who's actually winning. And who's still going on. I know, right? Because, yeah. I mean, think about it. This film was done in the, the 80s. When was the last uh, Jason, the last Friday the 13th done? What was the last Friday the 13th? It was just in 2009, wasn't it? Um, I want to say. Or they're doing one right now, I think. Yeah, even. actually, there's supposed to be one I coming out this year. Okay, aging myself, yes. That's almost 40 years of a franchise. That's insane. It's pretty insane. <laughs> Um. Yeah, that's crazy. Any other trivia that you have? Um, that was well. That was my biggest bit of trivia. Um. Let's see if I've got anything else. I have one about Betsy Palmer. I mean, this is going to give away uh, spoilers, though. At this point. Okay. Um, she hated this film. Oh, really? She said if it wasn't for the fact that she needed a new car, she would never accepted Pamela Voorhees. Aww. I mean, she warmed up with her over the years. I mean, she just passed away three years ago. But, um, this movie. Like, this, she's one of the best villains. One oh, of the my best God. Fe- and one of the earliest female villains. Yeah, I mean, she rocked. She did rock. <laughs> She was an awesome. It's lady. great because you know you can you can feel less bad about the misogyny of slasher movies with this movie because the the killer is a female and I tell myself that that totally counts. Totally, it does count. It does count. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's not just for the, the men out there; it's for the women too. So I like. <laughs> yeah, my piece of trivia is is I feel uh, guilty for loving slashers as much as I do. <laughs> not trivia so much it's trivia about you but that works oh my god i don't know what you mean (laughs) everybody cares what i think no yeah no not at all not even a little um (laughs) 
fuck you. Yes, they do. Because why else would they listen to our podcast? Oh, so not because of me, just because of you. Exactly. Wow. Well, I know where I stand now, don't I? Just saying. You know what? Fine. What is Marcy's thing when she's in the bathroom and she's, like, quoting... Why, when I looked into that mirror, I knew I'd always be ugly. I said, Lizzie, you'll always be plain. What the hell is that from? I don't, I, I don't, uh, they, they did caption it in there in the captions. Um, they did one earlier, too, with the guy. He did, uh, he did a voice as well, too. I'm trying to think of who he was doing. Oh, he imitated uh, Humphrey Bogart, and that, that did. I, I don't know. It was just very weird. Those were just very... I mean, it seemed like they were almost auditioning for other parts. <laughs> be like, hey, I'm in a slasher film, but I can also do... Yeah. Serious as well, so don't typecast me. Uh, I love how, like, Annie looks about, like, 16, and she's like, but when you've had a dream as long as I have... Oh, I know. It cracks me And like I said, low expectations. Low expectations. <laughs> Sorry. My dream is to be a camp counselor. Yeah, that's her big dream. Should we talk a little about uh, the racism? <laughs> oh, God. Just a little. Not not a long... I'm not trying to... I just love how... No, the, the, the I'm, I'm saying, oh, God, because... Y- y- yeah. <laughs> the cabins were all, like, uh, Comanche, Seneca. Oh, and the one um, dancing around in uh, the headdress. Mm-hmm. Can it coaches whooping up, whooping yeah. it up, and then can it coaches? And I said, pipe down, Tonto. <laughs> like, oh my god, that was terrible. Like that part always made always made me cringe so bad. Like, but oh, whoa, it's bad. I have a question for you too. Since yeah. I don't I don't do drugs. I don't do drugs. <laughs> the cop goes, Colombian gold, man. Grass, hash, the weed, dig it. Is it Colombian gold cocaine? No. It is weed? It's not cocaine. Oh. Never heard of that before. I think Colombian, I think cocaine. Actually, you know what? I do too, but let me check. And I saw, my, um, I just don't understand how strip monopoly works. I think I need a full set of rules for that. Oh no, classic land race sativa that originated in the Santa Marta Mountains of Colombia. Is weed? Colombian gold. That's oh. what Colombian gold is. It's a strain. It's a strain of sativa. Oh, like Maui Maui. Yes. Like that. Is that the only one you know? I've watched Half Bake like 500 times. Yeah, that's one of the only ones I know. <laughs> Again, I don't do drugs anymore. Well, excuse me. Anymore. <laughs> anymore. You don't, you know, two strains of pot. <laughs> well, now I know two. I only knew one before, and I don't know if that's real or not. Um, <laughs> um, it is. Um, strip, monopoly. What are the rules for that? How do you determine where you land is what you take off? I mean, how does that even work? Yeah, well, well, no, it's just, if you land on somebody's property, you have to take off an item of clothing. This is the dumbest version of Monopoly. Oh, I know. Do you know how fast you would be, like, out? There's only so many pieces of clothing a person can be wearing. I know. I'm like... How many spurs are on that board? No. Like, shortest game of Monopoly ever. ever. 20 minutes, you're done. If that even. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
Oh, I think that's enough just ripping on this movie. Um, I love, I do really love this movie as much as we're having fun kind of ripping on it. It's more ripping on the 80s than anything. Yeah, we are. We're just, we're really just ripping on the 80s. It'd be totally different. And I can't wait for this one that's coming out this year. We're definitely going to have to go see it. Oh, for sure. I mean, duh. Duh. Um... Uh, let me pull up some fan fiction of those because I love fan fiction, as we all know. Um, there are in fanfiction.net over 450. Wow. Fan fictions, 283 pages. Wow. Um, and in Archive of Our Own, there are 283. Um, and there are some interesting Harry Potter crossovers. Some of these I get, like Halloween and Scream. I get those. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Uh, Harry Potter. <laughs> Harry Potter crossover. Marvel Universe. Jessica Jones crossover. Oh, I want to see Jessica Jones kick Jason's ass. Actually, I want to read that. <laughs> Actually, that would be awesome. Yeah, that would be. <laughs> um, not a whole lot of crossovers. You know, not as many as we've seen before in the past. But, yeah, there's some. A Muddy My Bloody Valentine. Hannibal Lecter. Hannibal Lecter could kick his ass, too. Um, yeah, so some good ones. Oh, this one's interesting. Glee and Friday the <laughs> Nice. Um, Quinn Fabray slash Jason Voorhees. I know you don't know who Quinn Fabray is. No, I do. Because... She's the blonde cheerleader. Oh, you do know? Yeah, Quinn's the blonde cheerleader. The one that gets pregnant in the first season. Nope, never mind. I don't know who she is. Yeah. No, I only knew um, Puck because of him being an awful person. The one that died recently? Who killed himself? Yeah, killed himself, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, I like these. A lot of Freddy Krueger slash Jason. Ooh, sexy. Sexy times. Ew. In hell. <laughs> sexy times in hell. <laughs> yeah, I'm not reading any of those. Gross. I do have standards. Not many. I have a fan fiction for you called Crimson Snow. It's Freddy Krueger versus Jason Voorhees. And there is um, oral sex, swearing, rough sex, blood play, knife play, size difference, mindfuck, blasphemy, blood and gore. And Freddy's back for revenge or something along those lines. Well, it's the thought that counts, right? I'm reading that one. I'm going to read it out loud to you later, just for torture. Oh, yeah. I'm intrigued. You're intrigued. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you ready to rate this, bitch? Yeah, let's, let's, um, let's rate. I'll go first. Okay, go ahead. Um, I'm going to do 8.231. Mm-hmm. Brings pretty high on my scale. It's classic. It's definitely a classic. It's from when I was born. I mm-hmm. love it. I'm calling myself classic again. God damn it. You um, are classic. But it's from when I was, you know, it's, it's. It's the classic one. I mean, yes, there are issues. There's, there's going to be issues with every film we do, but it can't be the classic. So it ranks up pretty high with mine. Me too. Like I said, this is my second favorite of the slashers. My first being Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. And what's your rating for this one? Who will always be my pretend your slasher Valentine. boyfriend. <laughs> your bloody Valentine. My bloody Valentine. <laughs> Um, my rating is going to be, you know, I'm right there with you, but I'm going to be, um, sensible and use a rating system and say an eight. So I rate it higher than you do? Well, no, because technically your point two bullshit doesn't count. So you rated it an eight as well. You just didn't realize it. 8.231 is definitely a rating. It rounds down. 8.731. That rounds up to nine. Yep, there you go. Actually, it runs down to 8.5 if you want to be real typical, but that's okay. Thought above five, it rounded up. No, not when you're doing it in half points. Oh, well, good You want to get point. specific. 
Pimp our shit and get out of here. Bitch. Pimp our shit and get out of here. Let's go. Okay, if you want to send us an email about how the issues on tonight's program have affected you. Positively only. Or negatively. <laughs> We're not one Please. to judge. You can direct your queries to podcast at night at gmail.com. And social media, you can find us everywhere there are at symbols at podcast at night. Mostly Instagram, though. That's the best place to get a hold of us. We are on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play. Leave some love, though. Leave a review and a rating. Go Yes, please, if you like the show, go to iTunes. Um, give us a rating and a review. We'll give you a shout-out for a review. I think we actually have a new review to read. On iTunes? And then hit subscribe. Uh on all of your podcast platforms of choice so that you can get our updates as soon as new episodes come out. And new episodes drop on Mondays. Mondays. At night, though, usually. Yeah, I mean, you Someone's know. Someone's a slacker. Fuck. <laughs> Plus you. You fuck? Equals shut up, bitch. <laughs> um, no, it doesn't, actually. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'll just say goodbye from chaos and stay bloodthirsty, friends. Goodbye from carnage. And as always, we are filmed in front of a live studio audience of cats. Thanks for listening to They Mostly Podcast at Night. Our theme song is by the Computer Music All-Stars under a Creative Commons Attribution License. Link in the show notes.